In this week's episode, it's Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. That's not entirely true, but we do have a ton of news coming out of Star Wars Celebration, including the big Episode 9 teaser and title reveal. The Skywalker is rising, but we're not sure where he's going. Apollo said knock you out as we learn that the Mandalorian will be there day one of Disney+. Speaking of which, we now have a price point and details of what else you'll be able to watch when the Disney Plus rolls out in November. Also, Lion King trailer, extravaganza spoilers, way too early Halloween news, and more on this Illuminous episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. What's going on? Uh-oh. The Apprentice What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring up me, Harley Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> made you look happy birthday happy birthday um you know what it was uh Giselle gazelle's birthday yes and uh i saw cake whoa this she, was what two days ago yeah um uh, well it was, uh, yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah. yesterday yesterday was her birthday there was cake i knew that it was it happened because elizabeth told me okay but i uh had forgotten how many days had passed <laughs> well yeah but she had some cake it looked really really delicious and uh, we didn't get any, but it's okay. It's Giselle, okay. why didn't you come bring us cake for your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was really yummy. I'm sure it was. And I'm sure she had a good time celebrating her birthday. Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Cake. Oh. I don't think it was a Star Wars no, cake. No, it wasn't a Star Wars cake. No, it wasn't. But yeah. I'm, we I'm, do have lots of Star Wars to talk about, but we will get to that in a bit. In a parsec. But first, beep, 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 boop, boop, bop, boop. We uh, got breaking news from today. Because if we had recorded yesterday, like we would, you know, apt to do on a Tuesday or even a Monday, we would totally have missed this news that happened today. It is news that we have obviously been expecting because we have more than half a brain. We have been expecting this news for nigh on two years. Nigh on. We called it. In two years. We've been calling it. We've been calling it. We were late, if anything, on calling I, I it. I heard today that Michael called it. I don't know where that came from. But what? Yeah. Michael, well, Michael heard us call it, and then he called it to some other people. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just saying. Well, as long as he didn't call it in court. Oh! <laughs> Guilty! But uh, Halloween... Wait, no, I was going to say Halloween is coming to DCA... Halloween's been at DCA. Halloween party time is coming to DCA. Now, I keep seeing people say that uh, 
Halloween party is coming back to DCA. I don't remember the Halloween party at DCA. I know that there was a Halloween party at DCA. Uh, how many years was that? Uh, I don't know how many years, but that was part of the let's get people to DCA. Right. You know, in 2001, uh, it opened and there was no one really going there. So they had to attract people to DCA. So they threw the party over there. Yeah, the party started at DCA. No. No. The party started at Disneyland in 1995. Oh, yes, well, we there were there. Go. It is back at DCA. Yes. That's what I meant. But yes. not, it didn't start there. So it's uh, back. it's gone back and forth now. It's right. completed the circuit yes. of twice. And uh, as we said, of, to no surprise of us, because we have been calling it for that it's going to happen. In fact, like we said, we had kind of half expected it to happen last year, but it did not. Uh, we now have the confirmation as of today. We are recording. Today is Wednesday the 17th. We are recording, and uh, we got the combination. Oogie Boogie Bash. Whoa. Oogie Boogie is having a bash. Uh, well, he's been having a bash. Yes. Uh, now he's just going to get and get all the bash. <laughs> and uh, he's uh, bringing, apparently uh, he's bringing some descendants with him. Of course, because that's Descendants 3 will be coming out soon. Yes. And uh, the Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party, will add to the fun of Halloween time at the Disneyland Resort. Celebrated from September 6th through October 31st, 2019. So, obviously this year. And uh, that will be at Disney California Adventure. It will be, obviously, a separate ticket party. It's the same as the always the Mickey's Halloween party. It's the same thing. It's just at DCA. It's not a, another party. It's not a second party. Uh, there's... They're moving it because, obviously, Galaxy's Edge, if you don't know that, like we said, anybody with half a brain should have been seen for a long time the, the writing on the wall that the Halloween party was going to be moving to DCA. It uh. was, it's like uh, they're not going to close down the park early so and not let people be in DCA It's like or in uh, Galaxy's Edge. That's just dumb. And you knew that, that it was going to happen. Like we said, we expected it last year so they could get into it, but... Uh, That's what we thought. We thought they'd start last year right. so that they could get into the rhythm. Right, but they're just Galaxy going right into it this year. Uh, same with uh, how we'd been saying that, uh, you know, uh, Grand Nights are at DCA now. Uh, now the Halloween party is now at DCA. There is going to be... Many, many things going on, hopefully, that they will add to make it worthwhile over at DCA. Uh, first of all, the uh, as I mentioned, the Descendants uh, will be playing a big part. There will be a Descend Dance. Yeah. Uh, uh, Get your dance uh, on. Uh. No? Is no. that how the Descend Dance goes? It, it could. It is a new pulsing party. Whoa. <laughs> Is that like twerking? I don't know. Uh, it's going to be in the backlight area of Hollywood Land, of course, inspired by the Descendants franchise. As the Descend Dance begins, a spell is cast, summoning the greatest dance crew from the Isle of the Lost. Wait a minute. If they're summoning the greatest dance crew ever, then that means that Jason Mendoza has to be involved. Uh, just a little joke there. If you're uh, fans of The Good Place, then you got it. If you're not, then you didn't get the joke. The... Uh, Isle of the Lost to throw down and lead everyone in moves that are set to the biggest hit songs from the Descendants films. Because, you know, those Descendants songs, they're such hits. They are. I don't they're know one of not. them. Uh, 
Uh, glad to see that they will have the Frightfully Fun Parade. Is this gonna, is that the same parade, right? The yes. Frightfully Fun. Yes. So we know then that uh, it obviously can fit down the road there in DCA. Uh, that's good to know that, uh, you know, no, we're not, you're not going to lose the parade aspect of it because that would have been a bummer because, you know, you're obviously not going to get a fireworks. We will get a, re- we do have a replacement for fireworks, but I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, you know, so obviously the two biggest things are always the fireworks and the parade. If you lose one, then it obviously takes away from the fact that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to price in a, in a little bit, but, uh, yeah, so it's nice to have the, the, uh, frightfully firm parade will be continuing as well as the headless horsemen starting the procession and everything else. Uh, the Mickey's trick or treat show is a new interactive, uh, for show for kids, and that will be taking place at the Disney Theater in Hollywood Land. I take it that's the the Disney Junior, or oh, no, is that the theater where the where the on the back lot? It just says Hollywood Land. Uh, we'll find out. Okay, we will find out. And then, of course, character interactions. Meet beloved Disney characters and villains too. You may be surprised at who you discover at this Halloween party. Ready for photos and greetings. So hopefully, uh. I would think that it would imply that hopefully that now that it's over going to be over at DCA, they're going to kind of switch it up a bit and bring in some different characters that they don't usually use. Maybe kind of get away from the whole uh, just having villains all all over the place thing. Or I don't know, considering the uh, world of color that we're going to be talking about, uh, that may not be a, the case. So let's talk about the new world of color show It is going to be called Villainous. It will weave a Halloween tale about a young girl named Shelly Marie. This twisted tale carries Shelly on an unforgettable journey, exploring the villainous side of Disney characters through fountains, lights, lasers, projections, and special effects. Villainous shows that deep down there's a little villain in all of us. Now, I just want to say that uh, for us, this is an announcement that is uh, almost 10 months in the making, and I'm just going to call this James Gunn Part 7. Because back in July of last year, when J- after James Gunn was fired, there was a little uh, our, there was a little thing that we covered uh, having to do with Bobcat Goldthwait, mm, yes. who uh, pissed off at Disney for the firing of James Gunn, kind of just started going off, going off, and dropped a bomb that he was voicing his uh, character from Hercules in an upcoming show, uh, a World of Color show called Villainous. Now, we at the time speculated that it might have been uh, planned for that Halloween and that, uh, or whatever, and that, because we knew that there was rumors that World of Color was supposed to have been ready, obviously, for Halloween, so we thought maybe... Then it was down the whole time. But then it was down the whole time, so we didn't know. But now we obviously get the uh, confirmation that uh, not only did Disney not care about Bobcat Goldthwait's uh, announcement enough to change the name, uh, we're hope I like to headcanon that they hired James Gunn back just so that uh, they could uh, Bobcat Goldthwait wouldn't screw up their show. <laughs> I wonder if he's still in it. I don't know. Uh, that's a good point that we'll have to, uh, when the show starts and uh, people are going, then we'll have to find out whether he is still in it. Tickets go on sale to Angle Pass holders. Mark this on your calendars. 
Tickets go on sale April 23rd. So next Tuesday, for that is for APs, Vacation Club members, and Visa card holders. Tickets will go on sale to the general public the following Tuesday on April 30th, and that will be for everybody else. Now, I had been saying since we had been talking about uh, going over DCA that rightfully they should drop the price when it goes over to DCA. Well, they just refused to listen to me. Oh, I I skipped over a couple things here, but uh, there will be treat trails. There will obviously be different places. I like that they mentioned that there's going to be uh, Alice stuff because that's kind of neat that it hasn't been done before. Uh, then uh, on the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail, they will that will be transformed into a wondrous and ethereal world of Disney villains. Redwood Creek will be tricked out in a dreamlike environment. You will uh, basically going to be like a maze, right? Yeah, so I want to... Basically s- their first attempt at doing a maze. Uh, first attempt for regular guests, but not... At all, because they've done this in the past for cast members. Oh, yes. Which they make it like a scary maze there. Right. So basically, they've been practicing how they're going to be doing this. Right. So, yeah, let's get back to the uh, the pricing real fast. And I just want to say that uh, I don't know if we really want to talk about the prices themselves because they're such a high. The, the tiers are really crazy. And we could always go over those at another time if we want to. But I just want to say that I it's ridiculous that they are charging that they've raised the prices yet again. They should have at least kept them the same to help people uh, be a little bit easier about the move from Disneyland over to DCA. And that's all, I'm gonna, that their that's all I'm going to say about that. They probably want to make the same amount of money, but the capacity at DCA is going to be less. They're not going to be able to sell as many tickets per event or per night. Chances are they just wanted to make the same, so they added up what they made and they subtracted it. You know, They divided it by the number of people, and they go, oh, here's the price. Now, uh, do we want to go over the or just do you want to just direct people to the web, to the Facebook page or whatever to look at the dates or do you want to go over the dates or I don't know what you wanted to do. Uh, the only thing I really wanted to point out was that uh, for uh, Tuesday and Thursday nights, excluding the 29th and 31st, you will get to uh, have a mix in for three hours as opposed to then on Sundays it will be four hours, which is interesting. Plus the 29th and the 31st. So uh, have they done that before where the mix-in was a different amount no. of time? No. I don't think so. No. So, yeah, that's very interesting that they're doing uh, more of a mix-in time where you get to be in the park before the party. Uh, and that'll be on Sundays and then on October 29th and, and Halloween night. Yeah, you guys can go over to Facebook and check out the dates. I will be uh, making my usual calendar and... Uh, Letting you guys know when the tickets are sold out. So, hey, you have a lot of time right now to get your tickets as soon as they go on sale uh, next week and the week after. So, remember, if you don't get your tickets in time, then don't complain. Yeah, just keep in mind that it's usually about end of July, beginning of August, when we start telling you guys that the tickets are starting to sell out and everybody's like, oh, I didn't know. (laughs) Well, we're telling you right now. It's about as early as it's ever gotten for us telling you about Halloween. So, uh, I mean, usually you're only hearing about Halloween at Walt Disney World this early. So True. it's very, very, uh, they want to make sure they, they get everything done. So if you guys want to see all the dates that are going to be available, go over to the, our Facebook page. We'll, we'll have that posted. And then as well as the link to be able to look at what the pricing is. Because once again, it's a tiered pricing based on when you go. So 
Uh, it'll just be a bunch of numbers going in and out of your ears if we try to explain that. So Right. Obviously, we will have more about that lots later when there's not other things to talk about. All right. So uh, real quick, uh, le- before uh, I left on my spring break. He, I, he had eggs. I, I don't like eggs. He doesn't like eggs. But I did go do the egg extravaganza at Disneyland Park. I didn't do all of them. I didn't do the other two. I just did Disneyland. It was pretty cool. Uh, I took my little buddy Miles, and we went egg hunting. And uh, there was one egg that was really hard to find, and that was really like it was really really dirty for them to put in the spot because I was looking all over for it. I'm not gonna say which one it was, but I was looking all over for, for it. And by the time I found it, 15 minutes later, I realized that any kid would not have found this. That you would have to actually be, you know, are oh, you talking about the critter one? Yes, you have to be, you know, at least five foot five to find this or taller because uh it's surrounded by a whole bunch of it was in the bush bushes and i was like i literally had to look up like oh there it is any little kid would not find it trust oh, me on that wow. so that was gonna leave one for mom and dad is that maybe is that over now no it's not oh, it's still going yet. on so no. no spoilers yeah no spoilers not like people on tim's page who were already posting photographs of where the eggs were the very day that it started. Before, yeah. before it started. Oh, yeah, before it even started. I'm going to go lo- so far as to say that that one picture left a lot to the imagination. About no, where it didn't. It was well, yeah, because you know every inch of the park, like t- times 10. Still, though. It shouldn't be like, posting anything. It's, it's courteous. I agree. I also think that certain stuff most people just don't. Most people aren't going to recognize a trim on a building the way you would. Well, we know the park pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I had a great time doing it. That was uh, one of the eggs uh, that was really thought was really dirty because a kid wouldn't be able to find it. Did you wash your hands after? Uh, I didn't because t- it was super dirty. No, because I didn't touch the egg. Oh. <laughs> you just felt like you needed to take a shower. Uh, no. Uh, the other egg I didn't actually find was by uh, it's a small world. I still don't know what egg that is. I mean, I know what egg it is, but I don't know where it's at. Oh, so you're still not done. No, I'm done. <laughs> but, you know, you find all the eggs, you have one sticker left, you know where it's at, where it goes. Well, that's not that's not right. you got to <laughs> go over there and find it. I looked. I did. And we were trying to go check out uh, uh, Mickey and the Magical Map, and then they canceled the show on us. Dirty. And yeah, so anyway, I mean, I know what egg it is. I just don't know where it's at. But uh, actually, I'm going to get over there tomorrow, and I'll check it out and see if I can find the egg. But it was cool. We had a great time. There was uh, Miles' first time actually doing this, and he had a ball. And then later on, we met up with Tim the Tech in downtown Disney, and he bought us dinner. What? He bought us dinner. Well, he's got the big job now. Yes, he does yeah. have the big job, and he actually is in uh, in uh, Canada right now. Canada? Doing... <laughs> he's in Canada, yeah. <laughs> That's where I've never is. told you guys about the Canada? No, we don't want to hey, go uh... Very quick, if Americans come from America... Then Canadians must come from Canada. It's simple logic. Okay. So uh, tell uh, Timadia <laughs> Tim yeah. that uh, to bring me back some health care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants cheap prescription drugs. That's all he wants. Tell him to bring me back some health care and uh, some oxygen. I'll let him know. Oh, and clean water. Oh. Uh, tell I'm him to drop off some to Clint. You already allowed five ounces, right? Oh. <laughs> 
Damn it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, he met up with us in downtown Disney. We went to the taqueria and he bought us dinner and uh, it was really good. And then we headed over to the hotel. I went to the Tangaro Terrace and to check out the walk up uh, little thing. You can walk up and get your dough whip. And he got one there. I'm like, hey, this is my first time going over here and checking that out. It was happening deal. It was like a happening spot. There's tons of people there and they have music going on. So I actually want to go back over there. It was better than that. Okay. But I want to go back over there and just chill, hang out. It was really nice to go over there. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. So uh, extravaganza, got my eggs on, and uh, it was cool. If you guys haven't done that yet, go check that out. Get your maps over there at Disneyland. Then they have the maps for downtown Disney and uh, California Adventure. Every time you say get your something on, it makes me think of the Disney, the commercial they're running right now. Right. With the, with the gym, come on, on. we get your ears on. Hey, 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 a good time. No, no, have a good time. Whatever it says. Have I a mean, good, 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 good time. time. There you go. <laughs> come on, everybody, get your ears on. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Check that out, and uh, it's going to be over after Easter, I guess. I don't know. Hey, all right, so we've been telling you guys about it for a long time now. Like, what, a year we've been talking about it? Or we didn't have a name, but we've been talking about the Disney streaming service, quote unquote, which we now is, uh, which we know now is called Disney Plus. Well, now we have all the other information because, as I told you guys, like I think a month or so ago, that they were going to have a shareholders meeting on April 11th. It was scheduled. Everybody knew it was happening. None of this should have come as a surprise to anybody. There was the uh, shareholders meeting that was designated as the unveiling of Disney Plus, and it of course happened on last Thursday. And woohoo, they that thing was like I was I watched the whole thing and it was like three hours long or something like that. Which the whole thing? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. I streamed wow. the whole thing because they they had it live streaming. No, no, no. I mean I'm saying that you couldn't. It's just that's an investment. Yeah, I was doing other things. Okay. So uh but yeah, it was pretty cool because uh it, it was obviously a lot of stuff. They had they showed clips for things and then they would cut away and they showed like uh they played Disney elevator music, basically, while they were showing these clips for the shareholders that we couldn't see. Uh, but uh, well, that's no fun, you know. But no, and all the announcements though were like huge. It was like, oh my god, oh my god, and then you know, just confirming all kinds of things that we've been hearing rumors about. So uh, we have like a quick list to go down. Oh, I have a big, huge list to go down. I'm gonna, just gonna get to it. Uh, I think there's no more, even though this com- came more at the end of the program, I think there's mo- no more more appropriate way to start this discussion with Disney Plus and, the, uh, and just uh, to welcome Fox to the Disney family than to uh, play this. Than to play this. Homer Simpson here, proud addition to the Disney family and soon appearing on Disney Plus. I, for one, salute our new corporate overlords. Now, family... Put on the mouse ears. You only get one chance to make a first impression. I don't wanna, I'm not gonna, you can't make me. Put on the ears, boy. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Marge. <laughs> What's up? This is a great honor. Take it, Maggie. I thought it was great. Yes, I thought it was great. The uh, so yeah, that's right. The uh, one of the later announcements of 
the Disney Plus presentation was that The Simpsons, in its entirety, or at least, uh, at least the, uh, I think to start with, like the first ten seasons, I think they said to start with, will be available on Disney Plus at launch. Uh, now, of course, <laughs> still mean that the recent seasons will be on Hulu. I no, they were they weren't even on Hulu. They were on uh, FX, the FX app. Uh, you had to have a subscription to the FXX app. So that's probably still uh, because back when they did the uh, the the Every Simpsons Ever marathon thing, and Fox FX had acquired the whole Simpsons library, and they did that whole marathon and all that. Uh, they had done the whole uh, where they sent the whole Simpsons library to the FX app. Uh, or FXX. Well, app. since you have to have a cable subscription for that anyway, they might just keep them. There. Maybe we'll have we'll have to wait and see because obviously that's just gonna now. Eventually they'll move it all to Disney Plus, but obviously uh, the Simpsons is one thing that is uh, verified that is confirmed for being uh, on Disney Plus day one. Uh, now, actually, two days before or a day two days before the actual Disney Plus announcement, we got the announcement that. Uh, we had uh, expansion on the previous announcement about the uh, the Monsters Inc. show that was going to be coming to Disney Plus. Uh, two days before the uh, actual presentation, we got the uh, word that the uh, show would be called Monsters at Work. <laughs> I don't know if you had seen this or no, if you were busy, no. you didn't see I the announcement. I, I uh, yeah, so the uh, the Monsters Inc. show is going to be called Monsters at Work. And uh, is going to have the return of Billy Crystal as Mike and John Goodman as Sully on a TV show. On the TV, that's pretty big. Yes, on it's the uh, the streaming show, uh, it will take place six months after the original Monsters Inc. film, and will of course bring back the two as well as probably having lots of new characters. Probably so, Ross down. So uh, actually, I heard. I think I saw in the cast list something about it being Roz's brother or something like that that's going to be on the show uh let me just look real fast yeah yes it will the uh bob peterson who who voiced Roz will be voicing rose spelled r-o-z-e instead of r-o-z twin sister to Roz. there you go so that's her twin. so basically the same character yes. but just with a different name uh, and interestingly enough, uh, we'll get to this person a little bit later, but uh, also Kelly Marie Tran, of course, of Star Wars, will be coming in as a new character named Val Little. Uh, Henry Winkler will be also in the cast. All right, so moving on to the actual presentation, which was like, uh, like I said, it was uh, three hours long. It was uh, a lot of, uh, you know, they just came up and they did a lot of, but it's to the shareholders, so they they come up and they do a lot of talking about things that you know I don't need to pay attention. They uh, not only did they show what the uh, the interface is going to look like, which seems fairly uh, straightforward. Uh, it's basically like any other of the inter- other interfaces. I would actually say it's similar to the uh, the Fire interface, or it's similar to the uh, more similar to the uh, like the uh, Amazon. Amazon's okay. I it actually... really depends on what platform you're on, though, because they are all going to look different. Uh, I think the idea with this, though, is it's supposed to be consistent among all platforms, as opposed to like if you go on your PlayStation or if you go on your Apple TV or if you go on your Amazon Fire, and you can have like two or three different versions of Netflix, the interface for Netflix, okay, or so different the... versions of the interface for Hulu. 
The interface for Disney Plus should be consistent across all platforms, including your phone. All right, so they kind of uh, they broke it up into the different uh, sections of uh, Disney. Each presentation was given by whoever the head of that was. Obviously, uh, Disney Channel was stuff was presented by the Disney person. The Star Wars stuff was presented by uh, Kathleen Kennedy. The uh, Marvel stuff was presented by Kevin Feige. The, any of the movie stuff was presented by their movie person. So they had each of the different ones were uh, done. Now we got the uh, under the category of uh, movies. Yeah, the whole entire Disney Signature Collection is going to be available on Disney Plus at launch. So that's basically every single of the animated movies. What's not included? I would assume, you know, that without being said, Song of the South is not included. But basically anything that's been put out on either, I would imagine, Blu-ray. Uh, if every single Disney movie except for... Does that include stuff like Black Cauldron? Uh, you would presumably, if it has had a, it says signature collection. So, uh, signature collection may specifically refer to only those that have fall that have come out under the signature collection, uh, banner, which is the ones in the white packaging, I believe. Right. So, so it may be limited to only those ones at launch. Now we're talking about at launch. Eventually everything will be added. I think likely they'll, they'll remove and add stuff. To keep you interested. Because what's probably happening, too, is with a lot of the stuff that's not going to get added right away is they're probably in process of remastering everything. Right. Because we know from I've had uh, we've had discussions where I talked about things like uh, us going to Wednesdays with Waltz and we were talking about Darby O'Gill and the Little People. And I've been talking about how some of the uh, different shows that they've shown, the movies that they've shown on uh, on the uh, Treasures from the Disney Vault on TCM have looked amazing like they've been remastered and they're, they're it's all preparation for this has to be because there's no reason for them to decide oh we're gonna have a streaming service and then not you have to remaster things that are older to put it on a streaming service if that is high quality unless you're gonna already you know well, the other thing too is that if they're they don't want to stream everything in hd to every person they want it to be available at a lower lower uh, resolution so to remaster it, they can still put it out at 720 or 1080 instead of 4K or something or Blu-ray. You know, is 4K is pretty much Blu-ray, right? 4K is above Blu-ray. Okay, but the, those levels. Right. But if they remaster, like The Little Mermaid, for instance, it's going to appear better at a 720. Right, and that's the whole idea. Is that I don't think they're even going for 720. I think they're just going 10 straight to 1080 because okay. I mean. 720 is out already outdated. Uh, well, the pr the speed here, but when the, when you get all these users streaming things well, all yeah, the time, yeah, yeah. They, gonna, sometimes they yeah. have to lower the speed or the frame rates. Yeah, yeah, it depends on what the packages are. We'll get to that in a little. We don't know what packages are, but uh, it depends on what kind of stuff they're going to. Potentially, have there's a higher price option. Potentially, in the future, there might be because I mean, we know that Netflix has a 4K option, which you pay. Uh, now only three dollars more since the Netflix just recently raised their basic price to twelve ninety nine. It's actually only three dollars more to fifteen ninety nine for the uh, the four K option, which also gives you up to four screens. So, uh, also not only besides the uh, the signature collection, all 
of the Pixar films will be available on Disney Plus at launch. That's cool. Now, real quick, uh, here for the signature co- signature collection says Snow White, Beauty and the Beast, Pinocchio, Bambi, Lion King, Lady and the Tramp, Peter Pan, Little Mermaid, and Cinderella. Right, and those are the ones that have all come out in the white packaging under the signature collection. Yes. And I think what's happening, like I said, is that they're going through and they're remastering each of them to put out in the signature collection, and it's not, it's a, it has a dual purpose for the the selling and then also for the to get it onto the streaming service at the highest call possibly quality. Does that so mean though? Do you think at some point all of them will be remastered right. and get on there? But do you think that means that, for instance, uh, one hundred one Dalmatians or uh, Aladdin is not going to be or Little Mermaid won't be offered on there? I said all. Eventually, eventually all. all. I'm talking about at launch. You think they're only going to put those 12 or 15 films? There's yeah, nine all. right now. Right. Okay. And Little Mermaid is part of it. Okay. Only the signature ones will Aladdin's be available at there. launch. Yeah. At launch, only the signature ones. But at launch, all Pixar films are going to be available. Right, because they can. Because those compute, were already computer, digital, so it was easier to remaster yeah. even the older ones like uh, Toy Story. Digital stuff is and stuff like that. Now, uh, in along lines with that, uh, obviously, uh, within the first year of the launch of Disney Plus, the uh, Frozen Two will also be added, and then uh, they will be having. Before that, they will have what's called Into the Unknown, which is a making of Frozen Two, a first of its kind documentary, taking audiences behind the scenes of the animated film, and that will be on Disney Plus. It will be a special documentary. And then also uh, related to Pixar, they will have uh, Bo Peep will be coming to Disney Plus in her very own Pixar short called Lamp Life, which will uh, explain some of what happened to Bo Peep in between her disappearance in at the end of uh, Toy Story 2, right? Yeah. And so. Toy Story 4 or whatever. When she comes back. And whatever, whatever the period is that she's not in the Toy Story movies... That's what this short is going to cover. Uh, then also, uh, weirdo Mr. Uh, Spoony or Forky, Forky or whatever the hell his name is Sporky. from uh, Sporky uh, from um, the upcoming Toy Story 4 will be getting his own series of Pixar shorts called Forky Asks a Question. They're probably like two-minute things or something. Probably something like that. And that will be coming to day one as well on uh, Disney+. Plus. Uh, Moving into uh, just real fast, they actually had somebody come out and they talked about, uh, because, of course, uh, Disney now owns National Geographic, which is probably one of, if anything, the best parts of... uh, The best parts of the Fox deal, I think, is the fact that Disney owns National Geographic. It's no secret, at least to once again, people with half a brain, that when Rupert Murdoch bought National Geographic, he fired every single uh, overseas photographer that was working for National Geographic magazine, and he basically turned National Geographic into a joke of what of its former great self. And uh, now, hopefully, with Disney having control of it, uh, it'll bring a bill. Hopefully, bring a National Geographic Ge- National Geographic back to its former glory. Uh, they already have, I believe, they said something like uh, 250 hours or something of uh, material for uh, Discover or for uh, National Geographic that's going to be set for Disney Plus. Uh, it's going to have its own category, 
And probably the best thing that's going to be coming out of that and probably maybe the greatest thing possibly coming out of Disney Plus is a little show called The World According to Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Got to be great. And uh, that's basically uh, Jeff Goldblum will be picking a subject such as uh, just, I don't know, pick something, just name something off the top of your head. Bumblebees. He will be taking bumblebees and he will go on a uh, exploration to some place and talk about bumblebees. Cool. So that's I basically like uh, Jeff Goldblum, uh, Anthony Bourdaining it around the world, I guess. Or cool. So that's going to be kind of cool. Uh, moving on to uh, Marvel, uh, we got confirmation of all of the basically all of the uh, Marvel stuff that was com- that was uh, rumored. We got all of it confirmed, even the coolest stuff. So uh, we got confirmation of the Vision and uh, Scarlet Witch Wanda Maximoff series. It will be called WandaVision. Uh, I don't know about the title. It's a little weird. But uh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany will be both starring in that as their characters, uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch. That was previously rumored. Uh, we also got confirmation of the Loki series star- starring Tom Hiddleston, which was also previously rumored. We got confirmation of the Falcon and the Winter Snow uh, Soldier. I was going to say Snowman. Remember that, <laughs> remember that movie? Falcon and the Snowman? Uh, kind of. Okay. Uh, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan will be teaming up to be in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was also rumored before. And then uh, I mentioned it before, and I... This one I was a little skeptical skeptical of, but I'm glad that this one's really going to happen. And that is a what-if animated series. Sweet. A Marvel what-if animated series. And they have confirmed that the, the, the first episode or one of the first episodes will be, what if Peggy Carter is the one who became the super soldier and Steve Rogers used a Stark suit as a scrawny kid? That's awesome. So I'm a, and, big, I'm and, a big fan of the Elseworlds in DC. Yes. And I'm... What, what if, what was if the Marvel's cool. answer to that? So I'm and uh, cast members will return to voice the characters, which may be a hint that it's mo- mostly going to cover stuff that, uh, and characters that we've already seen before. But you may actually think about it. Uh, the what if may be the first place that we see any of the uh, Fox characters, the four or the X-Men or something like that. So it's possible that the what if series Maybe the first time that we get to see those characters. So, but we'll just have to wait and see. So yeah, that's Marvel. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Now, uh, Star Wars. All of the Star Wars films will be available on Disney Plus at day one. All eight films that are out. Actually, yes, all eight films that are out will be available. Uh, episodes one through eight will all be available on Disney Plus day one. Uh, within uh, the first year of Disney Plus, uh, episode nine will also be available, as well as all the other movies that have come out this that come out this year, including Captain Marvel, uh, Frozen, whatever else. All of them will be available. A direct uh, streaming live action movie called Noel, starring Anna Kendrick, will be debuting within months of months of launch. Uh, was before we told you about the Cassian Andor series, which had been confirmed, and that Diego Luna would be con- reprising his role as Cassian 
and we speculated whether it was a possibility that we would see Tudyk back as K2SO, and that was confirmed in the Disney Plus presentation that Tudyk will be returning to be K2SO, and that is uh, very exciting to learn about that series. A uh, Another original film called Togo, which uh, the description sounds like basically Balto, but well, who am I? Uh, Willem, starring Willem Dafoe, tells the real-life tale of a man and his sled dog's incredible journey through the Alaskan tundra. tundra. Uh, look for that sometime during year one. And probably one of the most exciting news besides Jeff Goldblum, Phineas and Ferb coming back in a movie Yay. on Disney+. Plus, and that will be sometime during the first year as well. Cool. That is going to be, yes, I am so happy for that. Uh, also, uh, we previously talked about the high school musical, the musical, the series, which is the full official name of the series is, Oh, let me say that again. Say it again. High school musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okie doke then. <laughs> That is coming to also coming to Disney Plus sometime during year one. Uh, the numbers on Disney Plus seven thousand five hundred plus past episodes on air and off air in the first year, one hundred plus recent movies, four hundred plus library titles, twenty five plus brand new original series. And 10-plus brand-new movies and specials. Those are the numbers on Disney+. Plus. That'll be all within the first year. Now, what you may or may not have been waiting for. Oh, and, of course, I forgot to mention The Mandalorian, but we will get to, obviously, The Mandalorian, more about The Mandalorian in a little bit. The uh, That will also be there at launch. But the information we wouldn't have been waiting for all this time. When is Disney Plus start? Hey, when does it start? November 12th. You knew all this time and you made us wait? Yes. Wait, it's happening November 12th? Yes, November 12th is the day that <sighs> Disney Plus launches. Why did you even like, hype it up, man? That's so long. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> now i got to wait how many more months? But six, the six good news is, the good months? news is, it is launching at an introductory price as promised. And I just mind you, this was announced mere days after Netflix announced that they were raising all of our that they that they we they had raised all of our prices to twelve ninety nine for the basic Netflix uh subscription. Yeah. Disney Plus will roll out at a bargain, considering all the stuff that has been announced, of six ninety nine a month or sixty nine ninety nine for one year, which means you would get two months free. Cool. Which is very similar to the deal that uh, uh, the CBS app has. I like that they offer the year thing. Now, there is word that, uh, but we haven't heard anything about it yet, that there will be most likely a Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus bundle. Combo pack. Yes. There's been no word about how that would work or how much that will be. Uh, there may even be bundles that will be Disney Plus and Hulu only, and maybe uh, Disney Plus and ESPN only. So hopefully they have different options for the bundles uh, that it's almost kind of like getting cable where you can just uh, choose what you want. So 
That's uh, we'll find out more about that later. As of right now, all you need to know is November twelfth, six ninety nine a month or sixty nine ninety nine for the year. Better deal if you buy it all at once. Well, obviously, and they can't jack the price up on you for the first for a year. Right. I mean, a lot of people are speculating that they're going to keep this price for at least a year. It's probably going to be very similar to a list where they're probably going to at least lock lock in lock in for twelve for at least they'll even if you do only the monthly. Uh, they'll probably let it be the cheaper price because they want people to get in there and do it. Uh, they may even leave it that price. I mean, uh, uh, just as an example, I mean, not quite as big, but WWE Network was nine ninety nine at launch, and uh, they've added uh, thousands of hours more programming from what they were at launch, and yet they've never raised the price. It's still just nine ninety nine a month. Now, granted, yeah, this is more than that for just wrestling is excessive. I think. Right. Well, I mean, that's true. I mean, but they have added a lot more stuff. I mean, they added a lot more back uh, shows and stuff like that. Uh, Tons of original programming that wasn't there at the beginning. So, I mean, they've made it more worth the money, but haven't raised the price. So, I mean, this is a little bit different. This is only $6.99. But, I mean... Even That's if it even if it doesn't introductory offer, even if price, it doesn't you know? max out at nine ninety nine within three years, I think that's a huge deal as far as I'm concerned. So I mean, if they could keep it under nine ninety nine for three years, I think they'll be doing a big thing as far as I'm concerned. I think so too. Uh, one more thing that I forgot to mention, actually, uh, and this will be you'll be kind of interested. Both of you guys would be interested in this one is a uh, a Walt Disney Imagineering documentary series. It'll be a new documentary series that chronicles the 65-plus year history of Walt Disney Imagineering. And it'll have parallel storylines of people, the craft, and the business. I'll give you the business. Uh, It's being created by uh, Leslie uh, Iwerks. Oh, cool. Nice. That's cool. The series includes exclusive interviews and never-before-seen footage from Disney parks around the world. And that will be available at launch. Nice. I love stuff like that. Uh, I also completely forgot that we've mentioned it before. Uh, this isn't really new information, but uh, we mentioned it before. Uh, they did show the first photo from it. Uh, available at launch will be the uh, live-action Lady in the Tramp film. Oh, okay. Uh, they showed the first photo from that as part of the uh, the interface. Uh, there will be another little series uh, called Timmy Failure based on a book that I've never heard of. Okay. <laughs> And all of the recent or upcoming releases that will be available within the first year are Captain Marvel, Dumbo, Endgame, Aladdin, Toy Story 4, Lion King, Maleficent 2, Frozen 2, and Star Wars Episode 9. All of those will be available within the first year of, I believe Captain Marvel is uh, guaranteed for launch, as well as probably Dumbo, and possibly even Endgame, especially if it doesn't launch, if it's not launching until November, so... Uh, Tim, you were wondering, here's more information on the library. By the end of year one, Disney Plus will house more than the 75,000 episodes of television, 500 movies. Below is a sampling of content available at launch. Uh, And there's a lot more here than just the signature ones. So uh, it's really, really confusing uh, what they're... Because 101 Dalmatians, Bugs Life, Goofy Movie, Extremely Goofy Movie, Bambi, Bao, Big Hero 6, Born in China, Cars, Fantasia... Finding Dory, Finding Nemo, Free Solo, Frozen, Fun and Fancy Free, Hercules, High School Musical, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Inside Out, Iron Man, Lady and the Tramp, Lilo and Stitch, Mary Poppins. I'm not going to read all this. (laughs) It's a lot. 
Uh, Zootopia, Wally, Up, Tron, Toy Story, Thor, Dark World, Three Caballeros, Sword in the Stone, yada yada yada. Speaking of Three Caballeros, Speaking it is which. not coming <laughs> to Disney Plus uh -oh. yet. Uh, we spoke about Three Caballeros. Uh, you bastards! A while ago, what was that six months, uh, almost a year ago? We, we talked about did, Three Caballeros. Yeah. Uh, that it was, it was like a special the, only in Portugal or something. No, yeah. it was in oh. it's in the Philippines. Philippines. That's uh, right. It was it's one only, of those countries. Yes, it was only in the Philippines. The uh, it, we speculated back then that it might end up on the streaming service. We got no news whether it's going to be in the streaming service, but we do have a new promotional image that has been renewed for a season two. When we haven't even seen season one yet. <laughs> so you have to presume that the fact that it's been uh, at least uh, confirmed for a season two uh, in general mean, hopefully means that we're going to get it on Disney on Disney Plus at some point. So, uh, yeah, uh, Legend of the Three Caballeros uh, has a season two. So if we have any listeners that are in the Philippines, uh, screw you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, enjoy Three Caballeros, Legends of Three Caballeros uh, Season 2. Uh, and uh, you can see all of that before we even get to see Season 1. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's Disney+. Plus. So uh, I was talking about, uh, again, Game. Endgame has had its launch uh, just after we had our last podcast uh, on the 6th, I believe it was. They launched the, uh, the 5th or the 6th. They launched the... Uh, the media blitz for Endgame, and it started at DCA. Yeah, it did. They had all of the Avengers were there. They had a big platform set up there in front of uh, near the Hyperion, and they had a big presentation, and they announced some uh, some uh, charity stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the exact details of that, but uh, they announced some charity stuff. That's pretty cool. Uh, and uh, some of the Avengers got to go see... Uh, Galaxy's Edge. Oh. oh, they let them back there? Yeah. Wow. Uh, escorted by Bob Iger himself. Here's a picture of... Because uh, I know they visited the park. Here's a picture of Paul Rudd and uh, and uh, Brie Larson with uh, Bob Iger in Galaxy's Edge. Uh, we don't know who else got to be part of this little secret tour, but they got to see part of that. Uh, Brie Larson herself. Spoiler: It's most awesome. Oh, it's most awesome. That's all... too much information. I know, right? Too much <laughs> it's way too much information, uh, especially going into uh, Star Wars Celebration. I mean, we just can't do it with the uh, no spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers. So, Star Wars Celebration. Uh oh. Come on, celebrate good times. Wah, wah. Yeah. So, Star Wars Celebration started on last. Well, I mean, technically it was Thursday. There wasn't really anything happened Thursday, but it was going on uh, while everybody was, was watching the... Uh, while we were all watching, or while I was watching the Disney Plus, people were coming in on their airplanes and all kinds of stuff and uh, wondering whether they were going to get snowed on. Spoilers, they did. <laughs> the uh, Star Wars Celebration started on Friday itself started Friday morning, just like it always does, with a the panel about the movie. And of course this movie in this case being Star Wars Episode Nine. The you know that movie that we've uh, people have been crying for a uh, trailer for the longest. They've been crying for a title for the longest. 
Well, we got both of those. Were they still crying? I think they were still crying. Uh, either because of they were crying because of joy, or they were crying because they were already some of the bitches that they're going to cry anyways about stuff, <laughs> and they've already have been complaining about uh, what's what's been shown. But uh, without further ado, let's uh, wait. No, not yet. Are we going to jump to it? We're going to jump to it. But first, uh, I just want to say that they had the panel, of course. Kathleen Kennedy came out. JJ came out. Billy D. Williams came out. All right. So, yes, we uh, they had brought everybody. All of the cast were brought on stage. And just like at Star Wars Celebration, of course, this isn't the first time we were meeting BB-8. But at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim in 2015, we they brought out a uh, working BB-8 onto the stage. And uh, BB-8 came onto the stage this time. And he was joined on stage by a new droid called Dio. And uh, he's just basically a, a uh, megaphone on wheels, I guess. He looks like a megaphone on wheels. You've seen him, right? No, I haven't. Uh, that's the that's Dio. That is the new oh, droid. Oh, okay. Uh, like I said, he looks like a megaphone on, wheel, on, yeah. a, wheel, on a wheel. Well, that's kind of cool. Uh, he is uh, going to be uh, BB-8's new buddy. He's going to be shouting, huh? Yes, he is too loud. Way <laughs> too loud. Uh, we do get to see him in the trailer, just briefly with BB-8. But uh, let's check out the trailer. on all we know. A thousand generations live in you now. But this is your fight. That guy's scary. I got goosebumps the first time I saw that. He's and back. Then I, and, then I, and then I watched it like 10 more times. Yeah, I uh, I was like, wait, is that who I think it is? Because I... Well, it ain't your mama. <laughs> no, it wasn't my mama. 
but right after I seen that, I that's when I texted you. I was like, "Who's laughing?" <laughs> and I think I said your mama. <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> did I just said it wasn't. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yes, uh, we have a uh, the emperor. Yeah, I mean, bring I don't it full know what circle. To make of that. I mean, as it should be. I mean, it's. I mean, the the Emperor's been kind of been basically the Sauron of Star Wars anyways. It seems only fitting that, I mean, just like as in the uh, the Lord of the Rings, or if you look at the Hobbit through the Lord of the Rings, uh, you know, the there's always the big villain is through there, the whole thing. And, uh, you know, I've seen people say that what if, the awakening that Snoke referred to in The Force Awakens was not Rey at all. It was the Emperor. Wait, say that one more time? In the very first Force Awakens trailer, and uh, in Force Awakens, the uh, Snoke tells Kylo there's been, there has been, there has been awakening. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I can see that. felt it. And then, you know, I've seen people, what if that was actually the Emperor and not Ray, and not Ray that he that he felt or whatever. Uh, I mean, we don't really have enough information. I mean, like Definitely I said, not. it perfectly makes sense to me if they want to bring him back. I mean, he is, you know, everything, everything that transpired was because of him. He set everything that happened in motion. Why shouldn't everything come back to him uh, in some way? That uh, you know everything should have to go through him in the end. So, well, at did. least to bring a, a close to the Skywalker saga of these nine films. Now, speaking of Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker, the Rise, the of, Rise Skywalker of Skywalker was the uh, title, which I I'm not sure, but I mean, other than like in the old days, as far as I know, that's the first time that we've gotten the title reveal through a trailer. Well, I mean, the trailers released at Celebration. The titles have been released at Celebration. No, so the titles have been released before them. the trailers usually. Oh, really? Okay. We knew the title of Force Awakens before we saw the first Force Awakens trailer. We knew the title of Last Jedi before we saw the first trailer for Last Jedi. No, what I mean is that the trailers uh, have been released at Celebration and the names have been released at Celebration since no. it's the last... This is the first name that's been revealed at Celebration. Yeah, so the Rise of Skywalker. So, of course, there's been many... Uh, what does that mean? Is but they it, haven't had a character's name and a title before. No, uh, but um, there's speculation. Does this mean uh, the uh, Skywalker is a character? Uh, does Skywalker mean something else? Uh, is Skywalker, people have speculated, is Skywalker what the new name of the Jedi are going to be? Or something like that. At this point, uh, because the first trailer was revealed at uh, Comic or at uh, Celebration, we probably won't get the second trailer until maybe D twenty three. I'm guessing we're gonna get it at D twenty three. That's what I'm gonna put my money on. D twenty three is in July this year. August. August. Yeah. I'm putting my money on D twenty three. Uh, if not San Diego Comic Con, but I'm gonna say D twenty three is when we're gonna get the second uh, trailer for. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, lots of other things we'll have to find out between now and then anyways. So we shall see. What if instead of a name like that, they had gone with something like Star Wars 
do you like Chiquita bananas? And that was the like official name of the film. I don't I don't like bananas at all. But if that was the official name of the film, I mean uh, only if it was banana bread. Do you like Chiquita banana bread? I like banana bread. But not bananas? No. So yes. hot on the heels of the uh trailer and the title announcement Rise of Skywalker, we got the uh the news from uh, Hollywood Reporter and interview with Kathleen Kennedy that they are working on the next ten years of Star Wars. The yes, now uh, after they take a little break. Besides, yes, besides that, they are going to take a break after Episode Nine is over to basically allow the Game of Thrones guys and Ryan Johnson to start working on their things that they are going to have. Uh, I don't know if we can expect to see. Anything about those before D23, uh, we may not hear about either of those until next year. But uh, You're probably going to tell me we've already talked about this, but the Game of Thrones guys are doing a Star Wars yes. trilogy? Yes. Awesome. Well, we don't know if they're doing a trilogy. We just know they're doing something Star Wars. Okie dokie. Ryan Johnson is doing a trilogy, that, as far as we that. know. I know yes. that part. The, uh, uh, Kathleen Kennedy said, we are looking at the next saga. We are not just looking at another trilogy. We're really looking at the next 10 years or more. So the uh, Rise of Skywalker is the culmination of the Skywalker saga. It's by no means the culmination of Star Wars. Uh, She's now sitting down with the Game of Thrones guys and Ryan Johnson. They're all sitting down to talk about where do we go next. They've had conversations about what the possibilities might be, and now they're going to be locking it down. Uh, They have a summit on the calendar for next month. Between all of them. So that will be the next things that will be being worked on as far as uh, uh, beyond episode nine will be the uh, the Game of Thrones guys and the Ryan Johnson stuff. So uh, obviously we probably won't really hear too much about those uh, this year, I'm imagining. Uh, this year is going to be basically all about uh, Disney+, Plus, The Mandalorian, and uh, episode nine. So probably won't uh, make the mistake of trying to have too many things going on at once like they did with uh, Solo. Uh, Of course, uh, I can only imagine that the announcement that they had 10 years of Star Wars plan uh, just made all of the uh, the stupid fanboys uh, melt from uh, disgust. uh, And just, you know, hopefully their minds are just blown. Or either that or they're happy because they have 10 more years of... of, Tears of t- tears to uh, <laughs> I said Kathleen Kennedy could bathe in ten years of uh, fanboy, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, also on Friday they had the uh, the panel for the uh, the ILM X Lab Vader Immortal that we've uh, we talked about before. Yeah, uh, I don't know how you know. Honestly, none of us are going to be uh, none of us can afford to get are going to be able to get begin an Oculus. So, uh, I mean, it looks cool. I'm just like it's 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 all just like it's stuff for rich people, rich Star Wars fans. I mean, uh, if any if, if any of you out there has an Oculus, cool. I have binoculars. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Speaking on the subject of the uh, return of Palps, uh, Kathleen Kennedy had this to say. 
Big shocker in this trailer, of course, the reappearance of Palpatine. Uh, what can you tell us about this? How, how long was this, was this in the cards? Was this sort of in the blueprint from Episode 7? This has been in the blueprint for a long time. Yeah, we, ne- we had not landed on exactly how we might do that, but yes, it's all Always to be in Episode 9. Yeah. Working with Ian was, uh, was among the most wonderful experiences I've ever had. Uh, he is like a breathtakingly good actor, and... Uh, you know, it, it's. I think, I think it's going to be a lot of fun for audience. And of course, that was JJ talking at the end there about working with Ian McDermott, who plays, of course, uh, Palpatine in the original prequels, and then in the uh, Emperor in the original trilogy, and then of course he's coming back to be Palps, Emperor Palps. I forgot to say that in the episode nine panel. They played the trailer, of course, at the end there you hear the Emperor laugh. And then uh, to everybody's surprise and amazement, uh, when the lights came back up, uh, Ian McDermott was standing there, and he was just like, play it again. (laughs) And then he dropped the mic, and then they played the trailer again. (laughs) That is cool. (laughs) He just did the uh, Emperor voice and was like, play it again. So that was kind of cool. And now the next day, we uh, next morning was the uh, big uh, the Galaxy's Edge panel, which uh, I just want to say real quick the Galaxy's oh yeah hi, Grr. boo to you. That's the original. Settle down. Uh, the Galaxy's Edge panel had a kind of a uh, to me the Galaxy's Edge panel, which I watched in its entirety was kind of disappointing, to be honest. Yes. Uh, number one, what was seemingly... Oh, real quick. It started at, what, 9 o'clock? Uh, yes, 9 a.m. All of the big I, panels started at 9 a.m. I, I was up for that, so, yeah, okay. I missed sleep. Uh, the, uh, what was seemingly the biggest announcement of the Galaxy's Edge panel was spoiled uh, by... Let's see, this was posted at 9.23. They probably didn't announce until after 9.30, like halfway through the, uh, more than halfway through the panel. Uh, They were pretty much just saying things that we already knew, showing us pictures that we had already seen, telling us things that we had already heard from all of the big uh, info dump a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, And then their big, big first announcement that they do was spoiled by about 15 minutes from Variety, who had already posted it, and I had already reposted it. And I was just like, well, that seems disappointing. And that's that Coca-Cola has created a new bottle to use for Galaxy's Edge. Several new bottles. Uh, As I said, this was posted at uh, 9.23 our time, which is probably about at least 10 minutes before they dropped the the big... uh, reveal before that. So I was kind of uh, disappointed because then they played, uh, uh, they had teased the day before. I don't know if you had saw the post that uh, they had posted uh, showing the stormtroopers guarding the red box. They had posted it actually the day before. Who's they? Uh, I don't see it. I don't know. Okay, that's cool. (laughs) Somebody had posted a picture of uh, stormtroopers. I thought it was... uh, Disney Parks, but it could have been uh, somebody else. But they had posted a picture of... Uh, maybe it got deleted. I don't know. Uh, they had posted a picture of two stormtroopers guarding a red box, and that's all it was. 
Yeah, so they uh, they played the video. Stole, somebody stole her coke. Uh, obviously, there's no talking in that, and that was pretty pointless. But uh, basically, the stormtroopers guarding a red box. They run. They get distracted. They run away. Somebody comes over and opens it, and there's coke and stuff inside. Uh, so yeah, Coca-Cola has teamed with uh, Disney to create uh, quote-unquote brand new bottles uh, for Galaxy's Edge with cool little lids, and they have new wraps on them, and they have a new. Uh, stylized Auerbesch, uh Coca-Cola logo, uh, as well as Sprite and Diet Coke. And they also have a new uh, wrapped water bottle, which basically just like, what kind of water would you say that is probably by the bottle? Uh, I don't know. Uh, whoever has that style of water. Uh, it's basically on the same order as how they have the uh, water rebranded as Gilly Water in uh, Harry Potter at Universal. Uh, but they have... Uh, like I said, bottles that have the, the Coke in Auerbesch, the Star Wars language, uh, stylized, look like Coke. Basically, they're the, they're the, the round uh, Christmas ornament Coke bottles. Yeah. Now, do you think that these will... Will they be selling regular ones when these get sold out because everybody wants to take 10 home with them? They can. This is going to be all they're going to be allowed to sell inside of... Because otherwise, what's the point of it? They better make sure they have enough because otherwise, if they run out, then they're not, then they can't sell anything. Because they should probably count on every single person buying like five or six. Of them. So uh, I mean, it depends on how much they're going to cost. I know Michael was making the joke about them costing a lot of money. Elizabeth uh, thought the same thing that they might cost. They more. shouldn't cost any more. It would be really dumb if they charged more for a uh, soda than what they do in the rest of the park, just because it's a different bottle. Uh, as I joked, it's basically the bottle looks like it's the bottle from the. Uh, the Christmas ornament, uh, round Christmas ornament bottles that yeah, they've agreed. had in the past. Uh, and then they've just created a new fancy lid for it. I've seen a lot of people, they only avail- unveiled Coke, Diet Coke, and, and Sprite. I've seen a lot of people already complain about uh, where's uh, Coke Zero, because, uh, you know, Coke Zero's big thing now. So uh, It's they, yummy. Uh, they better get on that. I have some in my truck. Uh, <laughs> the uh, everybody in the panel was given a uh, red shirt with the Coca Cola, the new Coca Cola Auerbesch logo on it, which was kind of cool. That was a big announcement. That's it for the Galaxy's Edge. They got Coke. They got nothing. That's all. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I mean they did. Uh, There's a couple other things. Uh, they did. We're talking about the in the cantina. And they showed, they played a couple songs that would be uh, one of the new songs that the Cantina band had apparently learned. Uh, and then they played this really weird song that apparently DJ Rex is going to be spinning some tunes. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like that one at all. But I had a, was a pr- particularly uh, fond of this one, which I think has a certain vibe to it, uh, if, you, if you'll agree with me. <laughs> Thank you. 
like it. It's got a Muppet Show vibe. Yeah. I'm like, at the Muppet Show tonight. That just kind of sounds like Johnson Vegas 65,000, too. Oh, yeah. That's what I got out of it. Well, I like I like it. I dig it. Uh, I don't have the uh, that uh, the DJ Rex one, which, I like I said, I didn't really care for it, so... I wasn't really paying attention. Uh, we got a reveal of the uh, the Hondo uh, animatronic, which looks really cool. Uh, we got a little bit of let me get a little bit of video of that. Oh, hello, my friends. I am Hondo Onaka, and this is Onaka Transport Solutions. Today, I am offering the opportunity of a lifetime. I need flight crews to transport this valuable merchandise across the galaxy. Pilots to navigate, engineers to operate the ship, and gunners to defend the shipments. And that is where you come in. So yeah, that's pretty much going to be the uh, probably the intro uh, animatronic that you'll see of him. Uh, he pretty much tells you right then what the uh, what's going to be going on in the ride and what the positions are and all that. So that's really neat. Can't wait to see that. Uh, we got the confirmation that, of course, uh, obviously that's Jim Cummings uh, reprising his role as Hondo. Uh, we got the confirmation that Paul Rubens would be reprising his role as Captain Rex, or as uh, in this case, uh, DJ Fresh Rex, <laughs> DJ R3X, and he will be reprising his role. And as well, the original Kenyan voice actor... The uh, will be coming back to. They flew to Kenya to bring this actor back, who was the original original voice of Nine Nub, uh, Lando's co-pilot in Return of the Jedi. So that's kind of uh, really really going all out. Uh, and then they revealed that Frank Oz would be reprising his voice his role of Yoda in Galaxy's Edge. So uh, I was thinking Grover, like. Really? So that means Yoda's going to have some sort of a oh, role yeah. in Galaxy's yeah. Edge? That's interesting to know. And then it was announced before, and apparently some people didn't hear it because they thought this was news, that, uh, of course, John Williams will be composing music for Galaxy's Edge. We already knew that. We've already heard. And we got just a little, uh, little preview video and a little excerpt of uh, some of his music from that. <laughs> Yeah. Cool as. Sounds cool. Now, let me uh, interrupt you real quick. Go ahead. Uh, we have a friend of the podcast who is actually... We have friends? Yes, we do. All right. Uh, who is actually going to be uh, one of the uh, villagers there in the Galaxy's Edge. And uh, he got to do a uh, costume try-on, which included the Raiden hat. Yeah, <laughs> he said he loved the hat. It looked really cool, and uh, got some compliments that he looked good in the hat. So uh, he's going to be working there. It's going to be cool, and I can't wait to go over there and visit him. And uh, no names. <laughs> no. Uh, about during this panel, and I think right after the panel, they uh, re- revealed on the uh, Star Wars show stage a representative of Funko revealed that they would be having. In Galaxy's Edge, or I believe in Galaxy's Edge, or maybe it'll be in the just in the park, that there will be a exclusive DJ Rex pop that will be coming that will be considered a uh, 
exclusive. I don't know if it'll be. Uh, if it's in Galaxy's Edge, it would have to have different packaging. That's the only problem is that if it's regular packaging, uh, you have to figure it's probably going to be just in the park. Then. Yeah. It's not going to be actually yeah. in Galaxy's Edge. Tomorrowland? Since, yeah, probably. That's what I'm guessing. Star Trader? Uh, so we'll just have to see about that. Uh, but yeah, as I said, that panel wasn't really worth waking up for, no. to be honest. Uh, actually, if you had kept watching... The uh, the live stream after the panel was over, you would have went uh, and they would have went over and uh, actually Eckstein actually went over and was taking a tour of the uh, I don't know if you saw that the uh, the Galaxy's Edge display uh, that they had set up on the convention floor uh, had not only a Rise of the Resistance uh, vehicle that you could take pictures yeah. in, uh, but they had a revolving uh, display. Uh, where the first day they had the uh, the costumes of the first order and the resistance, uh, then they had the uh, the droid stuff. They had the lightsaber builder stuff. They had some of the jewelry and other stuff. They had little knickknacks. They had the plushes. Uh, they were just they were rotating the displays every day. Like one day they one of the days they had certain displays. And then they took all that stuff out and they put in the new stuff the next day. Like the like I think the other the next day they had the droids and the lightsabers, and then they took all that stuff out and the next day they had all of the Doc Ondar uh, stuff and then the, and the lightsaber uh, or one of the other guys or something like that. So they're rotating the uh, displays. So like I said, if you had stuck around, uh, she went over there and she uh, checked out some of that stuff, and then uh, she went over and was actually on the Star Wars show stage. Uh, with with uh, with Andy and Anthony, and uh, they actually came out and they presented her with the uh, with the uh, Soka lightsabers that are going to be sold oh. at uh, the Legacy lightsabers that are going to be sold. And uh, I don't know if you saw any of the pictures of any of the, the no. lightsabers, but no. the Legacy lightsabers are all going to come in uh, cool cases that like open up like clamshell cases. And they have the little logo that res, uh, that goes with whoever the character is. Uh, hers has the fulcrum logo from Rebels. And you open the case, and both of her lightsabers were there. And then they both had they have the removable blades, just like the uh, the newer uh, Star Wars ones that they've had. So the blade is sold like as a separate piece. No, no, it comes. I believe it comes with it, but or it, it might be sold separately. I don't know. Or, that's what no, I no, no, no. It's a separate. You don't. It's not in the case. It's not in the case. The case has the lightsaber hilts themselves. Right. The uh, the lightsabers look amazing. The legacy lightsabers, in particular, the ones that are all specific to characters. They have several different characters that they have lightsabers for. Uh, the builder saber itself looks pretty cool. I think they look That's way the better quality about. than the ones in the park. Uh, besides the fact that you're actually going to be able to have the kyber crystal inside, uh, the qual the quality of the builder saber parts looks way better than the what's in the park now. Uh, but uh, definitely looking forward to that. So. Uh, there was a lot of stuff going on with the uh, with the Galaxy's Edge. I mean, there it wasn't really. I mean, uh, there wasn't really a whole lot left for them to announce. I mean, I feel like that they were betting a lot on the Coke the Coke announcement, and somehow that just didn't really. I mean, the fact that that was the giveaway was the Coke shirt. So I mean, the fact that they're gonna sell probably five times the amount of Coca Cola products just because people want to keep them. Or put them on eBay or whatever. Which is smart for, uh, for, if anything, for Coke. All right, so later on, this was on Saturday, of course. We're still continuing with on Saturday. 
Later on Saturday, we got the announcement uh, trailer and the panel for the upcoming uh, EA slash uh, Respawn game called Jedi Fallen or- uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And uh, we got the uh, reveal that uh, the main character in that will be played by uh, Cameron Monaghan, who uh, those who have watched Gotham recently know, uh, know as their quote-unquote Joker, who has been around since season one. And uh, let's check that out. Wasn't always like this. But now, there are three rules to survive. Don't stand out. Accept the past. Trust. I don't think I'm going to play that game. Yeah, it's story only. I mean, unless you got time to sit around and play a story. Uh, I mean, I'll play it because it's Star Wars probably, but I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it, it seems a, it seems a lot like uh, Force Unleashed. I don't know if uh, did you ever play that, Tim? No. Force Unleashed? No? Neither of them? Yeah, I never played them either. I didn't have a system at the time, so... All right, so then on Sunday, we got a uh, the panel for The Mandalorian, which, uh, other than introducing basically characters and us finding out character names, uh, there isn't really a lot to uh, report on The Mandalorian, except for that it will be there at launch. Uh, we don't know if it's going to be released every week. Like uh, We still have no word on how Disney Plus is going to release things, whether it's going to be a dump like Netflix, or whether it's going to be a weekly thing like CBS does. Uh, we discussed this before because uh, we were talking about it. But uh, uh, so people were mapping out. There's eight episodes of The Mandalorian. 
And if they release it weekly, we'll have we'll be like on episode like four or something like that of when Rise of Skywalker comes out. So oh, okay. we will have seen at least four episodes of The Mandalorian before that comes out. But uh, we didn't. There's nothing for me to play because they they played two clips that we weren't allowed to see on the live stream. So uh, of course, as always, when you, when people on that are there get exclusive things for it to see. Uh, people that aren't there uh, don't get to see those things complain yeah, because they think that they're entitled to <laughs> see everything. Uh, uh, and I've, I've said this before, and I've uh, told people this before, but uh, if you want to see everything, go to the damn convention. Exactly. You know, you knew when it was. I mean, where, where were you 10 years ago, 15 years ago at, when Comic-Con... And, uh, well, you had to be there to see it because nothing was released out of uh, Comic-Cons and conventions and stuff. Uh, you might get a description or you might get a shitty cam, which uh, basically there was a lot of shitty cams going around of the uh, Mandalorian footage. I saw a little bit of it, but I'm like, well, you know what? They don't want us to see it. So, I mean, I can wait. It's November. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I'll see it. At, I'll see it when I see it uh, rather than see somebody's shitty a cam footage of it. There, I don't need to do that. But uh, all I gotta say is that my the my the biggest delight for me for the man from the Mandalorian panel was uh, them introducing Carl Weathers and him coming around because we had announced once before that Carl Weathers was going to be on, and of course that's real exciting because you know I'm I like him. You know he's a big Rocky and uh, a big uh, Predator fan, and uh, he came out and he got a big cheer from the audience. He came around. And he just looked straight out the audience. I want you. I want you. And you know, he like in uh, you know in Rocky yeah. at the beginning of the final match, he was like, "I want you." <laughs> He's, I was like, "Yeah, that's what I'm talking about." <laughs> Follow Creed in Star Wars. <laughs> there you go. Which is cool because uh, for those that don't know, I may have said it on the podcast before, Carl Weathers was up for the role of uh, Lando Calrissian. But I be I think because of commitments with Rocky, he was kind of immediately, uh, you know, passed over yeah. for Billy D because of commitments with uh, Rocky. So uh, that was very very uh, nice that he's able to come full circle and be part of Star Wars finally after all this time. And then uh, later on on Sunday we got the uh, the panel for the return of. Clone Wars. Uh, now they don't make it seem like that. We're not going to have Clone Wars. Is uh, they make it seem like they're going to have to wait a little while to see Clone Wars. So I don't know if we might not get Clone Wars until maybe le- later next year. Uh, Dave Filoni definitely implied that he's still working on it because they showed it. the The, the footage they showed, uh, some of the footage they showed, wasn't even complete. Uh, a lot of it still had a lot of uh, shading and uh, you know uh, post. Uh, type of uh, animation work that needed to still be done on it. Uh, it didn't even have it. It just had a temp uh, track for uh, the uh, audio as far as the uh, the, the soundtrack. So, uh, But he did have a, uh, a trailer to show us. It looks to be pretty cool. Obviously, it's going to have the uh, return of, uh, if you remember and watch it from in order of Clone Wars, 
the animation is obviously a little bit closer to Rebels type animation because that's uh, the animation has obviously been improved on. It's kind of a cross between Clone Wars animation and Rebels animation uh, with the nice uh, sharpness and brightness of Rebels, but the uh, still the, the style of Clone Wars is still there. But uh, the return of Ahsoka, and uh, I like this trailer because at the end you get kind of almost uh, a, uh, a uh, Emperor moment with the return of... Uh, you know, a, a, a certain character who, uh, well, for us, is not really returning because we just saw him uh, last year, so. I'm not coming back. You are making a mistake. Maybe. But I have to sort this out on my own. Without the council. And without you. Where are you from? I used to live in the upper levels of Coruscant. You're probably better off down here. With the Jedi running around, starting wars. I've watched so many of my brothers fall during this war. Fives, Echo, Heavy. Master Yoda, your thoughts on how to win the war? No longer certain that one ever does win a war. I am. You'll never see any Jedi around here. It's not safe down here. Things could have gotten messy for you. That's why I've got my ship. What squad are you taking in? Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The cavalry has arrived! Glad to have you back, Commander. The good is new. Maybe a little better. for Kenobi. Why are you here?
Yeah, we got some fake crowd noise right there. No, that was real. That was the actual crowd. Uh, that was Mall at the end of there. Oh. Uh, that was Sam Whitwer as North Mall. He, uh, we've spoken about this before that this will cover the uh, Siege of Mandalore, and of course, at this period of time, uh, Darth Maul is uh, in control of Mandalore, and uh, it will feature a huge, huge lightsaber battle at the end uh, between Ahsoka and Darth Maul. And they took this lightsaber battle so seriously for that for the first time in uh, Disney animation, they mo-capped Ray Park doing the moves that they wanted Maul to make. So they could stick it in a cartoon. Or so they can, yeah. they wanted to, they wanted or Maul anything. because in Rebels, Maul has a quick, uh, a few quick, you know, altercations and things. And he has his final battle with that he lo- loses very swiftly to uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi spoilers. But uh, they wanted this to look like legit, like, Phantom Menace Mall, and they felt that the only way for them to do that was to actually take Ray Park and stick him in a mocap suit and have him perform all of the moves that they wanted Maul to do. So that way he looked like he looked and felt like Maul. Uh, How many years ago did he do those original things? Well, this year is the 20th anniversary of uh, the Phantom Menace, so he figured 21 years ago most likely he did those moves. But uh, the fact that he could get, still get back into and you you, you can oops, sorry uh, you could see that uh, you know anybody who can who uh, is a you know really a Star Wars fan could just look at the few seconds of footage and already realize that yeah that's uh, that's uh, Ray Park because uh, just he has a style that uh, if you look at him in uh, and hit the his battle at the end of uh, Phantom Menace, that he just has a unre- uh, you know, a, a unmistakable uh, style uh, that he brings to uh, Darth Maul. That uh, it's gonna it's gonna kick up uh, this uh, these episodes up a notch, and particularly that lightsaber battle. So I cannot wait to see that and uh, bring a close finally to the uh, to the Clone Wars uh, the way it was finally meant to be. Uh, brought to a close. Uh, speaking of Phantom Menace, uh, a lot of love was given to uh, Ahmed Best uh, during the weekend at Star Wars Celebration uh, after he had came out earlier this year, I think it was, and uh, spoke uh, at length about uh, his uh, experiences with uh, bullying and uh, people uh, just uh, harassing him over the character of Jar Jar Binks and everything uh, after Phantom Menace and just the the terrible crap that he had to put up with from the shitty fans. And uh, it was really great to see him there and receive a lot of love. As I said this year, uh, actually next month will be the 20th anniversary of the release of uh, episode one, The Phantom Menace. Uh, yes, feel old. Everybody <laughs> who that makes feel old should definitely feel old. Uh, they had on Monday, the final uh, day of the cel- of uh, the celebration, they had... Uh, a uh, 20th anniversary panel, which was uh, which I haven't watched yet. I actually didn't want to watch that. I just I forgot to set my alarm, and I was just like, after three days of waking up early, I was just like, I don't mind this extra day of this uh, sleeping in. So I want to watch that at some point. But uh, as far as I know, if you go on the Star Wars YouTube channel, you can see 
a lot of the videos and a lot of the interviews, and I believe they have uh, a lot of the full panels that weren't on the live stream, including I think I believe the full panel with uh, with Alan Tudyk had a full panel that I believe is on there, uh, as well as the full uh, Phantom Menace, uh, the full Galaxy's Edge, the full uh, Episode Nine panel, and all of them are on there. Uh, and of course, uh, Star Wars Celebration always ends with the closing ceremonies, uh, which. In some past years, uh, with the exception, notable exception of the end of uh, of uh, Celebration 2017 in Orlando, almost every celebration in the past has always ended up with the announcement of where the next celebration will be. As I said, the last celebration two years ago in Orlando did not make that announcement to many, many people's chagrin. Uh, well, there was no wait to find out where it would be and it is not stupid because it is back here. In Anaheim, uh, much to the chagrin of people who don't want it here, and I have my much apologies to the people who live in Australia or New Zealand or that area who have not yet had a uh, celebration sent your way. Uh, hopefully, you guys will get thrown a bone because uh, you guys definitely deserve one. Uh, and then incidentally, it's been 11 years since there was a celebration in Japan. So uh, that was the last time you guys even had one remotely close to you. But uh, yes, Star Wars Celebration... We'll be coming back to Anaheim in 2020. Cool. Excited. Yes. That means we uh, all get to go. Yes. Uh, just be prepared that uh, last time, I mean, I'm sure tickets will probably go on sale sometime this year. So just be prepared for that. Uh, and uh, we'll see you all next year in uh, sunny Anaheim. Because uh, just to cap off our celebration, the fact that... Uh, We've been talking for months about how there was a possibility with being in Chicago uh, that there might snow. Well, uh, they went into the what was a wet weekend and finished off with a very, very white uh, Sunday and Monday where it snowed very heavily. And I think the only people that were happy about where that were the were the snowtrooper uh, cosplayers. <laughs> so, because they got to uh, reenact the Battle of Hoth outside. That's but, funny. Other than that, I think uh, the the rest were like, uh, you know, I saw many, many people that were like, yes, back in California where there is no snow. Thank the Lord. So, all right. So I guess that does it for Star Wars Celebration. It was exciting. It was cool. I was honestly cool. surprised it was, they didn't uh, announce more stuff. Like what? I don't know. I expected like at least like 10 big things. And I felt like we got like 10. Why would you be expecting 10 big things? We got pretty much everything we were expecting. I don't know if we really got anything we weren't expecting. That's what I meant. Something we weren't expecting. Well, I mean, it's way too early for anything about casting the casting series. I mean, going people are already asking what since there's no movies, more movies after it, uh, in the foreseeable future. What possibly could there be to be talked about at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim next year? Uh, and uh, just off the top of my head, cast the Cassian K2SO series. The uh, uh, Star Wars Resistance, which, uh, oh, I forgot to mention, Star Wars Resistance did have a panel on Monday after The Phantom Menace. Uh, they showed, they got to see the whole first episode, uh, so there's nothing for me to show you or really tell you about because I don't know. Uh, I just know that it's going to continue right where the last episode left off. So for those of you that that is interested in, then, uh, but uh, presumably we will have Star Wars Resistance next year. Uh, presumably, uh, Mandalorian season two possibly might I mean, get a, an announcement. That, likely, they're only going to take uh, one year off from the films before they start making additional. Well, I mean, like I said, depending. Most likely, 
uh, next year we would get some sort of announcement about the Game of Thrones or the Ryan Johnson films of some sort. Uh, there, there's sure there won't be an actual movie to get news about uh, for the first time actually since uh, probably Celebration in 2011, whatever the last Celebration prior to 2011 was, since Disney bought them in 2012. Uh, but uh, it'll be the first Celebration with no actual movie pending. But there's still plenty to talk about between the streaming service stuff and the other uh, series that are going on and things like that. So uh, speaking of Bo Peep, we were talking about her earlier, how she's going to get her own short or whatever called uh, Lamp Light Lounge or something. <laughs> something about lamps. Something about lamps. Uh, Bo Peep will be coming to the Disney parks. She will be finding her way to not only Pixar Pier at California Adventure, but also Toy Story Land and Hollywood Studios and Paris. Whoa, wee wee. And apparently she's also going to be going to all the Disney parks in Asia. Uh, we got no word on when she'll be uh, coming around, but uh, as usual, it'll probably be somewhere around the opening of the movie, which will be June 21st. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the day she's going to So arrive. probably that'll be the day she's going to be here because uh, pretty much every other time we've had announcements of characters coming to the park, they've always been on the day, for the most part, the day the uh, the film opens. Right. Uh, now, someone who's not going to be there the day the film opens, but is coming up and making a return to Disney Parks uh, and his first time ever at DCA, right? Yes. We got the announcement that Iron Man will be making a return, but only oh. for if you're going to the... Disneyland After Dark events. Yeah, the Heroes uh, Assemble. The Heroes Assemble. If you're going to one of the two nights of the Marvel after Disney After Dark events at DCA, you will get to meet Iron Man for the first time in quite some time since he was at the Superhero HQ above Launch Bay. No, I don't think he was ever there. Iron Man? Iron Man's suits were there, but I don't think he yeah. was. Iron Man was there. No, he wasn't there. So Iron Man's never been in never. the parks? No, he's never been there. Just over there in Hong Kong. Oh, it was Thor that was in there. Yes. Thor, Thor has never come back. Spider-Man. Thor came back briefly for Thor Ragnarok, but then that was it. Okay, so we've never had Iron Man no, at all. No, we had never had Iron Man. Okay, well, I stand corrected. Iron Man for the first time ever! The first time we saw him was at D23. Maybe they're saying that... Sure. Only at those two events first, and then once they do those two events, then they'll introduce. I wouldn't doubt that. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah, because you for know, the first time in forever, they're paying for the suit. So, I mean, whoa, like, is it triangle triangle Iron Man or round Iron Man? You're a round Iron Man. <laughs> You're just round. I'm just. I'll be a triangle. No, I don't know. It's probably. Uh, I'm guessing that they're going to go with round Iron Man because it's a little bit more of the recognizable. But it's probably going to be based, if anything, on his uh, Avengers uh, Endgame suit. Or, or I mean, his uh, Infinity War suit. But we shall see anybody that's going to the uh, Disneyland After Dark Marvel event uh, can let us know when they go to that. Uh, are, you, are you guys going at all? Neither I'm you? going. You're going. I'm going on the 30th. You're not April, going, Tim? Or May. Or no? Whatever it is. He shakes his head like as if... Oh, no, I can't be seen at a Marvel event. No, I would love to go. I just, oh. I'm not going to spend $100 to go to, a, I mean, I, I just don't think the value. You haven't gone to any of the uh, After Darks? No, not the After Darks. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Just real quick, if you guys are going to that event, they did say that, they, that they're going to be selling the Gauntlets Sipper Cup again. So if you haven't got that yet and you want that, and you're going to the event, you can go and grab that. Grab it. Interesting. Put it on your hand. 
And no, Tim, I'm not going to buy 12 of them for you. Hey, so uh, speaking of World of Color, but not Villainous or Bobcat Goldthwait, <laughs> but uh, we got the, uh, before all of this craziness began, we got a little announcement that uh, Max Pass is expanding or has already, it's already begun, right? Because that was a long time ago. Yes. Uh, it, I believe this has already started. Yeah, it started on the 9th. Yes. Uh, Max Pass has come to both World of Color and to Fantasmic in Disneyland. Uh, where are you getting the, uh, that's, uh, or not Fast Pass, Max, did I say Max Pass or Fast Pass? It's both. Max Pass, Fast Pass. Okay, Max Pass, Fast Pass. You know, Max Pass is the app. Right, but you don't have a machine, though. Is no. there machines? No, no, no. It's just Max Pass. Yeah, though. you can use your phone, the app, to get a Fast Pass for the shows. Right. So that's what's going on now. You can do that on the app, and uh, a lot of people are—I I don't understand. You know, you know, people don't understand things. Well, how do you do this? And I'm like, well, it's the same way you get a—you know—fast pass for a ride. How is it so? But on the app. Yeah, but I mean, they're like, oh, but do I have to wait? You know, for what? Because you you get a, 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 a one for the attraction, you have to wait a certain amount of time before you get another one. Uh-huh. So they're thinking that they have to wait after they get one for a show to go to because they want to see. Oh, it's not going to count towards attraction. No, it's not. It's right. a show. Right. So, and they're not pulling out like actual machines or anything. It's just going to be just through the app. Yeah, I mean, and, right. I, and, I, and I think the machines will still be there. Which ones? For the show to go up there and grab a you know a ticket for the show, but now they're they're putting on the app, so you can use the app. Well, my question is though, is that if they're doing that because we knew that we know that in the past they've used uh, for World of Color usually they use the. Uh, the racers machines for World of Color. Uh, will they be continuing to use the racers that, machines for World of Color like they have done? The World of the- Color has their own machine, the portable ones, like they did for Frozen, the meat. Oh, and okay. So they go, those are right by uh, Little Mermaid across from the restrooms. Okay. They have two carts there, and you go and use, you know, scan your ticket and get the little thing. Or the Grizzly Peak uh, photo op was. The, the Grizzly uh, River Rapids machines for World of Color. How was that? Oh, I think they they have in the past, though I think. But and then the one for Fantasmic is over there by the, uh, you know, Mark Twain, the entrance over there. Mark Twain. And you go up there and same thing. So I think they're still using both of them, but now you can get it on Max Pass on the phone. Okay. And and of course, you got to pay the extra fifteen dollars if you don't have it already on your. Because last time they had the uh, Fantasmic ones, they were there by the uh, by the chimichanga cart, right? You're a chimichanga. Oh man, you. you beat me to it. Is that where that's where it is again? Uh, it's by the the dock somewhere in that area. Because so. then, of course, before that, the last time, the last place that it had been was in the smoking section. Yeah, before it was the smoking section. So yeah, you can use your app if you already have Max Pass on your pass and get your uh, Fast Pass for the shows now. If not, then you, of course you're gonna pay the fifteen dollars and add it to your park ticket. Yeah. All right, so hey, uh, Aladdin uh, is having having a sneak peek over, of course, at the Opera House, and that will start on Friday. So they're doing it at the Opera House again, despite the cluster that was yeah, low. yeah. Well, that was for the AP thing, right? But we don't need to talk about that because that's going to already pass. So you can go check out the sneak peek of Aladdin over at the well, that Opera starts House. this week, right? That starts on Friday. Yes, and you will have already missed the AP preview, yeah, which is tomorrow night. And the gift was 
So yeah, go check out <laughs> Atlanta Sneak Peek over at the Opera House going through, I don't know when, probably, of course, uh, a couple of days after the movie opens. But yeah, you can go check that out. So uh, yeah, Lion King uh, comes out uh, less than 100 days from now. Uh, actually, it was 100 days ago last Wednesday, so now it is uh, 93 days until Lion King comes out. Hey, did you just do math? Yes, I did, actually. <laughs> I was, yeah, 100 minus 7. There you go. Life's not fair, is it, my little friend? While some are born to feast, others spend their lives in the dark. Begging for scraps. Everything you see exists together in a delicate balance. While others search for what they can take, a true king searches for what he can give. Run away, Simba. And never return. Take your place in the circle of life. A poo bum bum away. I like those guys. <laughs> Time for the mail? Yes, it is. And our first email is from Giselle the Gazelle. How exciting. Happy birthday. Uh, her subject line is, I'm alive. Wow. <laughs> hey, my bros. Wow. First of all, let me say that I am so sorry. I've been such a sucky emailer. I'm back and better than ever. Spring break was tough for me. I flew to Florida to have my wisdom teeth removed and I was in bed forever. Thanks for checking on me, Diggs. I haven't been to Disneyland in what feels like years. Please let me know when you all are going next so I can tag along. I've been keeping busy. I have one more month of school and two more months of work. Cool. And then I'm off to Disney World with my family for the summer. The whole summer? I guess so. Wow. Thank you for the sweet birthday wishes. That was so nice of you. You are the best in the Old West. <laughs> Hugs and kisses and carrot bun cake dreams. <laughs> Gee. <Ooh. laughs> That's cool. Well, I'm going to have to remember uh, to let her know when I'm going to the park again. Maybe I'll go on Monday. I don't know. We'll see. But thank you for your email, Giselle. And I'm glad you're better after getting your teeth yanked out because I know how that feels. Been there, done that. All right, so our next email is from Dan the Mailman, and his subject line is Star Wars Easter Eggs. That would be cool. I mean, they made them a couple years ago, but yeah. I would really like more Easter eggs. More characters. More characters. Yeah, oh, like the like Emperor. Like right, that would look cool <laughs> on an egg. 
All right, here's Dan's email. It says, I'm sure there are some, but that's what this email's about. First up, the Rise of Skywalker trailer. Holy shnikes, Chris Farley voice. I don't know if I can do the holy shnikes, Chris Farley. Can you do that one, Anthony? No, yours was close enough. Yeah, yours holy was. shnikes. Yeah, I'll try that. Okay, uh, I totally can't wait. Did you see Lando? He looks like he fits right in. I have more to say, but don't want to type it all. And with the Star Wars news that came out this week, I'll be surprised if this episode isn't like three and a half hours long. (laughs) We did better, Dan. We really did. We're probably going to be like two and a half. The last thing I'll say about Star Wars is Anaheim 2020. I'm in. And so are we. It'll be like a four-way mandate. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Now, I meant mandate. Like, we have to do it. It's it's mandated. (laughs) I thought it was a mandate. Of course you're thinking that. Because that's... Either way, it's the same thing. Yes. It's man. It's a mandated mandate. Okay. Uh, we went egg hunting this last Saturday, which uh, excuse me, he says, says Sunday, which happens to be happened to be Dapper Day. Got to the park about eleven. Parked really quick. Got on the bus right away, as well as through security. Did the egg hunt in Disneyland first? They seem surprisingly easy to find this year. What do you think, Diggs? I already gave my opinion on that one. Well, he's asking specifically. Well, uh, I talked about the one that they were dirty with all the brush. Right. And then there was one over that said the Adventureland Bazaar. The walkthrough store. And it wasn't even the by shop, there. The shoplifting store. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> even by there. It was more by uh, uh, Bango Bobby Barbecue. So Interesting. Uh, managed to get my Haunted Mansion egg set as well. This year, they had the the eggs also had prizes inside, which I thought was super cool, and they were different. Each one had a different prize. Uh, I don't remember that before, but hey, I'm getting old, so you know. Uh, utilize Max Pass to do a couple of rides before heading over to DCA to do the egg hunt over there. We have all six eggs. Um, this one seemed a little bit more difficult than the one at Disneyland. Managed to get on Guardians, which I haven't done in a while. Sup. Felt a little sick afterwards. That's his son. Oh, that's our that's my nickname for him. Sup felt a little sick after Guardians, uh, but he did okay. Completed that one, and then we headed home. Uh, a couple of random thoughts. I have been on Dapper Day before, but for some reason, I noticed that this one that most people got to take pictures at different places in the park. There were lines to take pictures by fountains. This worked for me since the ride times were not bad <laughs> uh, at all, and the park didn't really seem busy until later in the afternoon. And that might have been for food and wine. The brickwork in front of the castle is interesting, and I like the look without the curb. Was taking out curbs part of Project Stardust without a curb to easily maneuver around with strollers and meet the requirements? I'm, I, I would say the answer to that is a yes. Yeah. Uh, this is now several places where the curbs are gone, isn't it? Yep. Also notice the brickwork. It extends out to the parade route on the other side of the churro cart. Doesn't match. Just right. random observations. Right. I saw uh, pictures of that. Dan would he would notice that too. I know I would. Uh, probably not going to the park this weekend because of Easter, but we will be there next Sunday morning. Sunday morning for awareness uh, for autism. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Unless you know, end game. Well, you know what? I will be at awareness for autism on that Sunday too, and then heading to go see End Game that night. Uh, he ends by saying, "Dan out." P.S. Happy birthday to Giselle. Yeah, happy birthday. You know, I, I applaud Dan for keeping it civil considering that they are like in a like a really intense battle for the male person of the of the era. <laughs> era. <laughs> of the era. No, I'm just kidding. This is our Ed Gabe, right? Ed Gabe. 
All right, thank you for your email there, Dan, the mailman. Appreciate that. Uh, hopefully, well, like you said, you'll be there on that Sunday. We're doing that awareness for autism event on Sunday. Uh, go check out Michael the Mail Guy's uh, uh, Facebook page, which is uh, One Big Disney Family Entertainment. Check that out, and you have all the information there for that event. And this year is only outside of the park. There's nothing going on inside in Disneyland. Everyone's going to meet outside, I believe, in the middle of the Esplanade and then uh, do the walk to downtown Disney and all that. So if you want more information on that, go check out that Facebook page or you can just email us. Milesfire at gmail.com. All right, that's it. That's it with the emails. If you guys have any your own comments, uh, questions, or tip of the weeks, 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 tip of the week, or uh, you have any questions about uh, Galaxy's Edge or Easter eggs or Dumbo, I don't know. Whatever you guys have, all you have to do is email us once again. Milespire at gmail.com. Tom! <laughs> do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs, Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Mouse Power Podcast. Hey, don't forget to go check out the sneak peek of Aladdin playing over there at the Opera House, you know, where they show Mr. Lincoln and everything. And I, I thought it was funny how Disney actually posted last week how Lincoln was back. And I'm thinking, oh, why are you posting this? Is it going to be gone for another, whatever, weeks again? So, yeah, uh, Aladdin is now in there like Dumble was. So you can go check out the sneak peek of Aladdin. The sneak peek of the sneak peek? Uh, no, because that's Thursday and that's already passed. For them. Right. But I will be seeing the sneak peek of the sneak peek. Also, don't forget to go check out Extravaganza over in the parks. You can go do it in downtown Disney, Disneyland, and California Adventure. Get your egg hunt on, just like I did, and Dan the Mailman. So check that out. Oh, yeah, and uh, Sup did it, too. I'm sure he had a great time doing that. So check that out. I might, maybe, you know what, maybe I'll go do uh, one tomorrow. I'm not sure yet. So check that out definitely and have a, a great time doing that. It's fun. And get some Easter eggs. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I got the the Maleficent Easter egg. That's the one I got. And uh, Miles got uh, Timothy the Mouse from Dumbo. I saw that they finally have a uh, new, uh, uh, a new uh, the uh, Haunted Mansion eggs that they were selling. Yeah, yeah. That uh, are definitely a, a step up from the... Uh, the C-3PO and uh, whatever it was, egg that they that they are still actually uh, have a ton of over at Company D. <laughs> of course, they overproduced those last year. Uh, they they those eggs are selling for fifteen dollars. They're fourteen ninety nine, and uh, like I said before, last uh, our last episode that you do get a AP discount when you do the egg hunt. So I did get a, a discount for that, and uh, I didn't post any of the pictures of the. The Haunted Mansion eggs, the ghosts, because I didn't get a good picture. It was too, uh, you know, it was just, it didn't come out right, so I didn't post them. But yeah, they have those eggs too, and those are pretty cool. And I, I would like to get them, but I don't know if I want to spend $15. I'd rather spend 6 bucks on a donut. <laughs> oh, yeah, donuts. 
And real quick, we got information that press day, media day for Galaxy's Edge will be happening on May 28th through the 30th. That's when all the press is going to be there and spoiling everything for everybody else because it's going to be all over the interwebs and things like that. I know that the executives are going to have their preview uh, prior to that. So the whole week, there's going to be something going on over there. So in case you guys are in the parks and you're like, well, what's going on over there? Well, that's what it is. Press day, media day, and executives from the, of course, like the Burbank and probably Florida and things like that are going to be over here checking all that out. And, uh, yeah, you'll see all that on the medias all over the place. Yeah, so make sure you guys check, uh, make sure you guys pay attention to the social media. He will be posting all of the information on the Halloween party. And uh, all the links to uh, pricing and days and all that stuff. He will have that on there if he doesn't already. Uh, if you guys missed any of the uh, stuff about uh, Disney Plus or, uh, or Rise of the Skywalker trailer or any of that stuff, that is also on the Facebook page. And uh, if uh, he could, wants to link any of that stuff through Twitter, he can go to my Twitter and find all that stuff there. Uh, otherwise, it should definitely be on the Facebook page. And, uh, of course, we are Mousepire on Facebook, at Mousepire on the Twitter and the Instagram, and then Mousepire on the Snapchat. And I've been doing a lot of snappies lately in the parks, and uh, when I go to the parks in a few days or whatever, I'll be doing more snappies, so you can check those out there. Uh, yes, he'll be doing uh, probably, he could, he could do snaps tomorrow, but it would be no point because you wouldn't know he was going to do it. <laughs> But you can still snap. But you can still or, snap. Or or watch the snap. Or whatever you do or, on the snaps. Or uh, you could just disappear when you get snapped. <laughs> snap, snippity, snoop. All right, you can find me on Instagram, at Baloo1313. Also, follow Buttons by Digs on Instagram there. You'll see your button doors going out. Help support the podcast. Head over to Mouse Pyre's, uh shop, which is uh, dgpclothing.com. You can get your Mouse Pyre gear. Or... You can also request your own gear. Hey, make your own shirt. Uh, you can make a shirt that says, I love Ratman. Yeah. Why not? So Why wouldn't you? I, I, mean, I agree with that. So head over to dgpclothing.com and uh, check out all the stuff there. You can also support the podcast by going to patreon.com slash mousepire. Check out Michael the Mel Guy $3 special. And don't forget, you can also check out our podcast on YouTube. Just search Mousepire Podcasts. All our episodes on YouTube are up to date. All the YouTubes you can get. All the YouTubes you can get are up to date over there, thanks to Tim the Tech. And uh, as soon as he gets back from Canada... He's techalicious. <laughs> he'll be putting this episode up. Like we're literally the only thing worth watching on YouTube. Otherwise, the rest of YouTube is pretty much garbage. I agree with that, because Tim does an awesome job with animations and putting pictures up and everything. So. I mean, if you want to see a bunch of people complaining about... Uh, about women in movies and uh, how there's too many, uh, I don't know, whatevers, uh, and uh, just people being stupid, go on there and uh, look for, you will you should find it pretty easily. But uh, just find us, it's fine. Uh, maybe Star Wars uh, YouTube channel, uh, maybe the Star Wars Kids YouTube channel, uh, but then that's about it. There you go. Screw everybody else. And until next time, remember, nothing should ever come as a surprise to anyone who listens to this podcast, unless, of course, we tell you to be surprised. <laughs> so for Georgia Ingle, Monkey Punch, and Nala the Cat, I'm Anthony. I'm Tim. And I'm Diggs. Bye. Bye.
This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. Come on, everybody, get your game on. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at buttons at Baluth. <laughs> Some damn place. Somewhere. 